Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to not the VHS Strikes Back, but CD <laughs> Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. We are covering Love Island UK season ten, episodes seventeen to eighteen. Chris, what I absolute bell end start off with i've just literally been editing the vhs strange back episode so I was, I was in the wrong mode there but of course we are here to talk about love island and all i've got to say is where would you like to start today <laughs> well dave what is it called what well i never what hell's the game called whatever the fucking game is <laughs> never have i ever that's it never have you i the ever one that ha- is on every fucking Series. Uh, every series, whether it's UK, US, Australia, everywhere. That's the one day. That that game as well. And and you know, you know, I'm not a big fan of Zach. I know we've got an email today about Zach as well to read at the end, but I am getting a bit sick now, David. Jess. I've got to be honest. She's getting on my nerves. And they, they do the drink thing, who's cheated or however the way they frame it. So you're picking the cheats out. And Zach's like, yeah, I've cheated on two people. Molly doesn't seem that bothered who she's with. Just straight away, misjudgmental. Well, once a cheat, always a cheat. He's fucking 22 <laughs> or whatever he is. It's like as much as, you know, we all make mistakes. We've all done things in our life where it's like, I would never do that again. What makes you think that he's going to do that? You know, what evidence have you got? And it's just like, She's fucking judgmental there. Like I say, I'm not his biggest fan, but she was getting on my nerves. And I tell you what was even better, Dave, as this was all happening, Mitch called him out. And as soon as Ella, like, sort of had a go, it makes them fucking had a go at Ella. Oh, he's being honest. I'm like, he's just called him out. I'm going to say, he called him out until he realised that wasn't happy. And then when Ella starts having a pop at him and Jess, he's going... Well, yeah, you know, there's no need for that. And I'm like, you fucking bellend. What an absolute bellend Mitch is again, Dave. But anyway, I've thrown a lot at you there, Dave. So wait, wait, which which bit do you want to talk about first? <laughs> well, I, I'm not sure if a lot of our listeners will, will remember Indecisive Dave, and that's not me on an off day and, and not deciding things. But Indecisive Dave was the character from the fast show who basically agreed with everyone. And... Uh, I, I don't know. Mitch, again, he's just purely that comedy character. So that flip was just bizarre. But I, sticking on Mitch, I mean, even before the whole cheating thing, which I'll come back to, it, what was the question? The question was something like, has anyone talked behind someone else's back or slagged someone off behind? Never have I ever slagged someone off behind their back. or It was something like that. And everyone's kind of looking around. And then Mitch decides to stick his neck out, you know, he's like, oh, I'll drink, you know, and then he throws out something, you know, fairly inoffensive. He says, oh, you know, when you came in, Sammy, I thought you'd be up yourself or whatever, but then I was I, I was fine with it after. It's like, Mitch, you, you are speaking smack about fucking everyone all day. But I was that was the taster, I felt, that people weren't answering truthfully. And then when the cheating thing came out, Chris, I don't know if they all intentionally looked guilty <laughs> the way they were yeah. looking around at each other. But it's like, yeah, yeah, totally not me. And Chris, I know I've used this parallel a few times before, but it's like that fucking bachelor season. 
where one of them gets called out because he imagined being the bachelor one day, even though he was on the bachelorette and everyone's like, well, I never, it is outrageous (laughs) that you would possibly think that even though that is the precedent set by the last 20 years, that is shocking. We are supposed to be here for Katie on the bachelorette. How can you entertain a life after this life after this is just purely uh, you know marital bliss that is the goal and everyone is acting like their shit don't stink and fucking so full of shit and honestly i felt like it was it, it was like that in this bit now it, i'm not saying that jess and uh, ella it was them two going the most but you know i just i just wasn't buying it you know the the amount they were going after zach and the fact that Zach was, did someone else? Oh, Ty, Ty drank as well, didn't he? But I was just like, oh, fuck off. You, you've you all probably, I don't know, at the fucking school disco or something, when you're 16 or something, you've snogged someone you shouldn't have done. Or it was just such utter bollocks. And I wasn't buying anything. But that fucking constant, once a cheater, always a cheater. Like, fuck off. You know, just fucking drop it. And I have to say, I don't know if the edit was being unkind to Jess, but she was fucking annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Not just that bit, but there's quite a few like points now where, where she's getting quite annoying. And I'm not by any stretch on Sammy's side because he's a bell end as well. So I just I'm at that perfect place, Chris, where they just think they're all bell ends, but I'm just still enjoying the drama of it. No, I'm with you. And Jess was crying again at the hands of Sammy Dave, the most compatible couple we've ever seen on Love Island in their fucking oh. words. I'm just like, <laughs> fuck off the pair of you. What, they deserve each other now. I've been a little bit team Jess, but there's a few things happened over these last few days. And, it, and it's just she, she may swing back and I may like her. Hopefully if she dumps fucking Sammy, because he is a knobhead. But I just, yeah, there's just something off with it at the moment. And I'm not, I'm not into it at all. And, I will say, Dave, just to finish all this off, I thought Ty, the way he dealt with Mitch was excellent. He was backing Zach. I thought he, he deserved that, you know, bit of a telling off. And I, yeah, respect Ty for that. I thought he, but look, I know we're going to talk about Ty probably as well because, you know. No, he, he, he was backing Ella, not not Zach. Ella, sorry. Ella, yeah, against Mitch. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. You're right. I mean, notes are wrong there, Dave. I apologize. But yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying, but he, he fair play to him for doing that. It does sort of fall off a little bit as we get into the next episode about Ty Dave, but we'll we'll talk about that. But yeah, Mitch is just, like you said, comedy value and just reading the room and then just going with whichever way the wind goes. He's fucking brilliant to watch because it's like you have no personality yourself, do you? You have no conscience or anything. There's no inner monologue at the moment. He's just going with whatever keeping him in the villa. He's got no fucking chat at all, has he? I no. think he thinks he does. But like his ham-fisted way of basically saying everything, I just find comedic. I mean, he's trying to like chat up Mal and stuff, and she's just so not interested at all. <laughs> he's just the way, Chris. I know I've said it, probably a broken record, but it, for me, he is Gareth at the office. You know, just the the way he's got that complete lack of self-awareness and <laughs> just thinks he's the the biggest stud muffin in the whole villa i i just think <laughs> I, I it's just utter utter bellend but i might be coming out the other side now where like i found him funny for a bit now i'm like okay I, i'm getting a bit bored now <laughs> you know of this fucking 
not act, but your your whole persona. Yeah, and, and, and where does he go, though, Dave? Because obviously he's with Jess, but only because of what's happened, isn't it? You know, like, it's they're not together. They're not a couple. He, he's He tried. It didn't work. Like I say, he's tried with this... Um, Mouths well, that's not worked. It's I don't know. It's fucking weird. Weird character, but again, we need him. We need these absolute Muppets on here, Dave, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But um yeah, I think I I thought fair play to Ty for calling him out, as as you said. I, I don't think he he wasn't particularly articulate about it, was he? <laughs> but no. it was funny how he just he just wasn't backing down, and Mitch just didn't understand, really. And and he's so used to thinking I am on the moral high ground here, and he just didn't know what to do. And he's one of his fallbacks. I've oh, just been childish, you know. And just <laughs> I'm hoping. So what I think is that's less about just defending Ella's honor, and more about like everyone's just getting pissed off with Mitch now. It's like, look, yeah. shut the fuck up. And again, to pick on a, a point you mentioned before, you know, fucking Jesse crying away there. It's like, hang about. You, you're fucking viciously defending how you and Sammy were so fucking compatible. Well, what's your problem now? You know, and are you into Sammy at all? Are you into Mitch? I, I honestly can't tell. So I think it's the hypocrisy that rubs me the wrong way with Jesse as well. So. Oh, Jess, sorry, not Jesse. Going back to maths there. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, but again, uh, I'm liking all of the all of the different characters, the, the Game of Thrones, like, uh, political intrigue between them all. I, I'm, I'm kind of really enjoying it still. <laughs> I'll tell you what I did enjoy it all day, but that's a good point. Is uh, fucking Cliff Richard himself was in the fucking villa Medi, well, fucking that combo <laughs> when he made a play for Leah was outstanding, and and that come from nowhere, didn't it? This play for Leah, we'd seen it in the previous episode. He he, he brings the chat. I've you talking about Mitch having no chat? I think Leah's got fuck all chat, Dave. Yeah. I think she is just trying to say the right things to say in there. She's not offensive. She's doing nothing wrong as a person. I can't say a dislike or anything, but. Just when she talks, there's nothing behind it. There's no substance. It's like she's just throwing buzzwords in there that they use on Love Island to stay in because she kissed Montel. But before that, obviously, Medi, and we're all like watching that. I was going, oh, Medi, don't, mate. Please, you're making a fool of yourself. You know, so he starts like talking like Eric Cantona, Dave. And, you know, Eric is behind me on one of my pitches. <laughs> one of my all, he is my all time Man United hero. I love the guy. All I was expecting when he was talking to her, like the intrigue. Well, you'll have to find out. I was waiting to go when the seagulls follow the troller. You know, I'm waiting for the sardines to fall. I was just like, what are you talking about? Like, it, honestly, that was so curly. And I was like, this is brilliant. And his outfit was outstanding. I kept thinking of Cliff Richard at Wimbledon, Dave, about fucking 20 years ago when it was raining. And he got all going, got myself a crying talk. And all the crowd's going, yay. I was like, Medi, what is this outfit? He's straight out of fucking summer holiday there with Cliff without yeah. a doubt. <laughs> well, I don't, I was thinking less about Cliff Richard and more like just any rom-com, Chris, where you've got some douchebag rich boy like playing tennis and they've got the, the, uh, jumper kind of tied around the neck there, you know, fucking Tarquin or something. <laughs> it, just, it, it was something like that. He was giving me um, 
uh, callbacks to. But yeah, honestly, Chris, I, I, I'm not particularly enjoying Leah. I was saying about some of the other characters and the fact that they're a bit out there and you know a bit silly, a bit opinionated and whatever. So I, I'm enjoying them being on the screen, but I'm I'm so bored of Leah. She's probably never had to have chat. Like she's a good looking girl, isn't she? And so all like her move seems to be the the eye contact. Yes. And just say, Yeah, oh, do you like me? Do you like me, do you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, what am I doing? Oh <laughs> it's just like fucking <laughs> some of Coronation Street there. But um yeah, just zero chat at all and I was just thinking, well, you're just screwing up the relationship you're in, and I don't think this is going anywhere, but uh, knock yourself out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you, and I don't like that fucking Manchester accent you were throwing in there, Dave. You know, you lived here for a long time. <laughs> I, uh, you're right. You know, but anyway, she, I'll tell you what got me, Dave. You talk about eye contact, What? and she, and she did kiss Montel, because when they kissed, he was... He was giving her some nice compliments, some chat, and you're right. And her fucking back to him was just like, look, just kiss me. Like He's just like, don't say anymore, just kiss me. And they did, and they kissed. So they're, they're a couple. Fair enough. It might be your love's young dream, Dave, but I can't think that there's a little bit of game playing there. Which there probably is on both sides, but I think Leah, like you said, there's fuck all there. There's no personality shone through yet that, that it says to me, yeah, she's going to be a great contestant. However, Dave, you're talking about the eye contact. I think the bombshell that arrived in the last episode has some of the nicest eyes I've seen on Love Island, Dave. And I remember from the first time round, Katie McDermott, obviously you weren't on board at that point in that series, Dave, but she came in, Dave. And yeah, let's just say, and you know what was annoying me though, Dave, I've got to say, and, and, and you're probably the same. When she comes in and the guy, and that Scott goes, Oh no, it's Katie McDermott. <laughs> yeah. You remember the off. second name and everything. You were about fucking 12 when she came in, Scott. Shut the fuck up. And then the girls were the same going, oh my God, it's Katie on the pitch. Katie McDermott. I'm like, fucking do one, you absolute blackguards. The fucking producers have just set that one up completely. Honestly, it was so fucking fake. They also, honestly, I was like, oh, come on. Make it look original. At least someone go over to. I mean, there's no way fucking Meddy was watching this from France seven years ago. Yeah, yeah, yes, it's uh, Katie McDermott. I remember. Yeah. No, it's fucking <laughs> not. It's bullshit. But I know he's part of the show. But the voice from above, the famed Love Island voice from above, definitely give him a fucking. Let's send him a selfie. Oh, of course, because we've never done that before, have we, guys? Fucking <laughs> hell! How fucking stupid did you think the audience is, Dave? Uh, pretty stupid. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think they think we're all fucking dumb and, and just fall for it. But uh, I, your brain just doesn't work like that, does it? Even if you've watched that season, you don't have total recall over like Z-list celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even if fucking someone really famous walked in, you'd be like, hang about, is that that person? I ever told you, <laughs> God, this must have been about. 99, 2000-ish time. I was in Singapore with work and really jet-lagged. And so 
I had to fly over on the Saturday, and so like Sunday, you obviously don't want to sleep in all day, so you're getting up, but you just you don't know where your your mind is or anything, so just head down the pool, just try and you know doze a bit, but you know make sure you you're not sleeping enough so that you you can't sleep at night and stuff. Go out of the pool, I'm walking back, I see this bloke. Uh, it's like little ginger bloke. And you know when you know someone, in your brain you're like, do I know them from school or something? Or do, you know, uh, so I was just like, you all right? And he's like, hey, you all right? The fuck's that? So I goes to line this on the sunbed and stuff. And I, as my colleague was there as well. I was like, I think that was Gordon Strachan. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it takes you... A little bit of time to think, who the fuck is that? Because out of the context, you know, if you're if you're wandering around London or something, you might spot someone famous or you know, but in the context of that, it, it was just bizarre to see this random fucking uh he was the manager of Coventry at the time, but Man United player back in the day, wasn't he, Chris? He was and um yeah, it was just weird. So your brain is like trying to make the connections to, do I know this person? Is that how I'm recognizing them or is it from some something else? These guys are, are essentially in a sunny prison <laughs> where they're hardly seeing anyone. And they see someone new and it's like, oh, yeah, it's that random fucking person from series. Was it season three or season two or something? Two. Season two. So, yeah, I mean, I'm completely with you. I it's just there's no way. He does the old Curtis, doesn't he, with the with the shades? Ah, oh, it's Caddy McDermott. And I have to say, Chris, I do agree. She does have a, a great set of eyes. <laughs> yeah, eyes, babe. <laughs> she does it, and she knows it, doesn't she? She's, yeah, she's she got does. those striking blue eyes. Very pretty girl. Very pretty. Very pretty, Dave. But I think as that episode went on, you know, she she said straight away. So uh, who's open? Who's open? And Ty, again, he went, well, I'm not completely closed off. Oh, that's going, think, you know, poor Ella again, Dave. He's leading her on to stay in the villa. He's, he's literally, every opportunity he's got with Ella, he's that meme where he's looking over his shoulder at the girl going past him, see if there's anything better out there. He's just, I just think he's treating her poorly. We, you know, we laugh about a resting bitch face, but he's given plenty of opportunity to do that. He's been really disrespectful to her. And then he laughs it off when she gets annoyed at him. And she's like, I'm nobody's second best. I'm me. If you don't like me, that's it. And he, and he like sort of tries to turn it around on her. And I'm like, I think she's right with this one. He's, he's <laughs> just, he's allowed to get to know Katie. That's Love Island. But it's like, if you're playing the game, you're doing it wrong, Ty, for me. I, I don't know. <laughs> Look, Chris, I'm done with this couple. I, I don't have any horse in the race with either of them, to be honest. I, I just think she <laughs> he's saying the wrong things, but also she hasn't figured out that she's on Love Island either. <laughs> you know? She seems to think they're, they're all coupled up and engaged or something now. I, I just... So w- what can he say that is better? Does he say... No, I'm completely closed off. And then later on, you know, he gets to know Katie a bit more, and then maybe they they do like each other a bit better. I, I, I don't know. I, I literally do not know what he could have said that was better. 
I don't think there's anything he could have said, Dave. But I think because it's been three or four times he's done this to her, I think she's just like, why? Are you? But she keeps coming back. Mm. It's like, bin him off. Bin him off and, and, and explore another relationship. Make him jealous. Make him, if he really likes you, make him want you. I think, mm. that's, I think that's what she's got to do now. I just think that's it. You know, like, just do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there are some parallels. So Tasha and Andrew yeah, with Andrew, in the last yeah. season, you know, I think I remember at the time we were giving her a little bit of stick, but there's a big difference here that, like, she was making out about how so into Andrew she was and you see the little pillow talk and everything and it, it all the signals were that she was just, you know, myopically looking at Andrew. And then new bombshell comes in. Ching. (laughs) Who are you then, Andrew? Who? Whereas I don't think Ty has done that. I don't think he's particularly said anything. He doesn't say much of substance at all, to be fair. But I don't think he's sort of sent sent out the signals that he's only ever got eyes for Ella. So Mm. that's why I'm just puzzled as to... I mean, it's, it's a fucking... It's great for us, right? <laughs> it's just some of the nonsense that we see, but like, it's not real life, is it? It's not like, you know, if this was real life, it'd be ridiculous. It'd be like, well, are you fucking in this or not? If not, yeah. that's it. Sever that relationship onto the next one. But we love Ireland. It's a bit mad, isn't it? It's like you, you've got to juggle. You know, do you stick or twist? Ah, shit, I've got 14. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> it's true, that. It's, but you're right, actually. And I, I've got to say, Dave, I got a text off our good friend Joe Russell. She WhatsApped me, and, and basically, I didn't get to see this episode live, you see. So we was out at um, a 50th, and I was like, and I saw it come through, and I just sort of read the first little, and I was like, right, I'm not reading that. I don't know. I actually didn't know, understand it because I'd not seen the show. And I'm like, oh, God, what's happened here? What do we do? And we got back late. It was like half 12. And I'm like, it's too, it's too late. I've got to get up in the morning. You know, I can't. I'm, you know, we were doing our bit recording as well, our early special. And I was like, right, what can I do? So anyway, we, we, it made sense. And I messaged Joe. I went, she went, I'm sorry, I've ruined it. I said, you haven't ruined it. But Dave, I've got to say, got me this at the end. This was brilliant from the show. It's very rare we've said that about Love Island. But I thought this was excellently executed, to be honest, at the end. I thought it was. And I, like everyone else, was shocked. You know, so so they go through the whole recoupling uh, or, or, you know, you get by the fire pit and whatever. And then Katie makes her choice. She chooses Zach. And she says, you know, she puts all the caveats in there, makes them feel really good. You know, I don't really know yet. (laughs) I've been here less than 24 hours. and then. She chooses Zach, obviously. He doesn't seem that upset about it. And then, um, yeah, Molly, you're And so <laughs> I was like, shit. But then about a second after that, I'm thinking, yeah. is this just a trick? Are, are they just going to do the old, like, remember Moira when she was like in the last couple and then she just walked straight out into another date? Yeah. I, I just, I don't think I'm buying it yet. No, and you, yeah, you stole off on that. And you're not the only one. Everyone said the same thing. Because what got, what what I liked about it was because she'd been talking to Ty, I was thinking, and she's got to pick someone. And I said, to Sam, Sam actually knew she'd seen it on social media as well. And she's like, oh, mm. I thought anybody seen it. I went, don't dare tell me what happens here. And, and I told her about like Joe, you know, I said about Joe's message. So 
as I'm watching it, I'm like, it's tight, isn't it? It's tight. And then the camera, mm. ever so subtly, went to Zach for a bit too long. And I went, hang on a minute. She's going to pick fucking Zach here. She's going to pick Zach. And Sam's like, well, I won't look at Sam because I thought, if there's any smirk or anything, I thought, and in my head, I was thinking, that would be fucking genius, you know, because we didn't know that she was going to get voted off, but I thought it was going to be the old classic, you may end up leaving the island. You are vulnerable. But no, we, you're right. We get the whole, I'm sorry. See you later, Felicia. Pack your bags. On your way, Molly. And I was happy. And then I was like, hang on a minute. Is there another villa coming? Or is she going to come back as a bombshell in Casa mm. Is that what they're going to do to Zach? Because they've got a budding relationship and she'd obviously been Mitch off. So I think I'm with you and a lot of people were saying it on our Facebook page and on social media. They're not buying that she is completely gone. We may not see her for a few days. We may see her straight away and into another mm. villa or whatever. But I agree. I don't think we've seen the last of Molly. Yeah. And this is on a knife edge, Chris, because if she is genuinely gone, I will say hats off to you, producers. You've played the Bertie Big Bollocks card, and and I applaud you for doing something like that and uh, putting the shitters up everyone at least. Or if they do bring you back in, I'm going to be fucking stood up at the TV going, oh, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) So I I don't know. I I, I hope it's the former. I do hope that, that she is actually gone, but I... I am intrigued like as to to what is the actual story you know so we know that even in week one was it she signed up some sponsorship deal already which is weird for them to get signed up so early so it's like is is there some reason you know something out of the show that she's been pulled out for It, it doesn't all add up does it but certainly in that moment I'm sort of jesting about saying, oh, fuck off. But in that moment, at least the Islanders think, that's it, she's gone. And that is the first proper, not this faux shock thing. Oh, my God, it's the end of day one. And they've brought in a bombshell. Oh, no, I can't believe it. (laughs) What, like every other fucking season? Yeah. (laughs) so, So they do these things and everyone's totally shocked about it. But this one is a genuine shocker. Yeah, it is a shot. And you're right. And and I think as well, though, Dave, I did see Molly, and I thought it was a, a, a printing error. Obviously, Tommy Fury was with Molly May, and he's with Molly May. He's got a kid to her and everything now, you know, the, the very well-settled couple. And then I saw Tommy Fury, Molly Marsh, and I'm like, no, I think they've got that wrong there. Anyway, put it in. Yeah, she's dated Tommy Fury, Dave, in the past, you know, so there's a link there again. It might just be a complete oh, coincidence, but there's usually reasoning behind all this same possible you know, talent agency, I haven't got a clue, but it just, there's always some incestuous bit to some of these characters they get on Love Island, isn't there? They're a friend of somebody. I know Molly is a friend of a couple of people that have been on Love Island, and I think one of the guys is as well, so it's not unusual. Oh, she, like, didn't she say in a uh, preview that she was on some sort of, uh, she's like basically an extra She'd been to like South Africa and stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm sure she'd yeah, been she in or around the cast and crew before. Yeah, I think so. I, just, I think you're right. I don't think we've seen the end of her, but, but for that specific moment, it was great TV for Love Island, that without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. And Chris, before we kind of go into emails and stuff, I do have to say, I don't know what it was, but this last episode, when they're all fucking kissing, right? 
Why do they have to do it where they ramp up the fucking volume? I don't know. I don't know. It's ridiculous, isn't it? We the amount of shit you know, similar shows that we watch, and I don't recall it ever being as bad on any of those other shows. It's just like it's as if oh look, someone's kissing. Ramp up the gain, ramp up the volume. Everyone wants to hear this. Everyone wants to hear those lips smacking together. Oh fucking hell! It's so off-putting. I ended up turning the volume right down. I'm with you. It's like two octopuses together in it or something. It's just fucking (laughs) weird. It's just weird. I never get that. I never understand why us as the audience would want to listen to that. I don't know. Just put the music on. Today we've had an email and it's about Zach and it's from our friend Helen and it's simply entitled Ice Ice Baby. And it's, hi, Chris and Dave, breakthrough moment tonight as I finally realised who Zach has been reminding me of all season, Vanilla Ice. Surely <laughs> it's only a matter of time before he tells Molly to lose the zero, get with the hero. And that's how oh, cool as oh, ice. That's, that's, that's a phrase I was just thinking when you said Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> that's, that's Helen who said that, not me, because we covered that on the, the VHS strikes back, didn't we? Uh, cool as ice. What a movie yeah. that is. Lose and a t- hero and get you. Oh no, <laughs> lose a zero and get yourself get a hero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a legendary movie that <laughs> was. brilliant. And, and she's put an all Sam, I'm here for it. Also delighted to see that Katie's arrival has set the boys' heads spinning like something out of The Exorcist. Ring on Casa Amor, there'll be no couples left. Keep up the fabulous bi-daily podcast, Helen. So, yeah, I think we've all thought that, Helen, to be fair, but I've, I've never, we've never addressed that. But, yeah, I think that's a great description of <laughs> Yeah, if he, if he was around in the 90s, he'd definitely have the big fucking vanilla ice pants, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and Class. a flat top. Yeah, flat top. I used to love that flat top. What a legend. Um, so we got an email from Karim as well, another one. He's put, uh, hello, Chris and Dave. I think I've got to start with Sammy. When he first entered the villa, I initially thought he was a weirdo, but he's really got a nasty streak as well. I really don't get why the Islanders take these votes to heart. They had, two pick, they had to pick two couples. Does Sammy expect the other couples to pick themselves as the least compatible? Him and Jess have been arguing for days and then they throw a fit over them being voted as the second least compatible couple. The entitlement is actually crazy. <laughs> I really rated Ty in last night's episode for putting Mitch in his place and how he calls out Ella privately but stands up for her publicly. As much as Mitch does get on my nerves, you can't really get rid of him as you do need people like him on the show. I was watching a podcast where Andre and Charlotte were getting interviewed and Andre went more into detail about the one night where Mitch getting frustrated at Molly and Zach talking for hours. He said that it was actually Mitch's birthday that night and even Molly and Zach wished him a happy birthday. So it's weird that he acts like they're best friends now. Anyway, that's true. We didn't know that. I've not seen that. That's the first I've seen of that. Anyway, it looks like tonight's episode will be the return of Katie. I didn't watch her season live, but I did binge watch it a year ago. I'm probably one of the few people that didn't like her on the show. I thought she was quite repulsive and self-centered, but it does make good TV at the same time. I'm not really a fan of bringing back ex-contestants, and they've already done that with Adam Collard and the Aussies. So it just feels very recycled now. Fingers crossed, Katie shakes things up, though. So thanks a lot, Karen. Great email again. I didn't ask you actually. I mean, what what was your perception of uh, of how she was when she was previously on Love Island? Do you know what, Dave? I, I I I didn't mind her and Scott. They were they came third, but I don't know whether I got it all wrong. And I I was a believer. A lot of people have said like she was a bit of a, a mad ass, a bit of a pain in the backside. But 
it's seven years ago now. I, I couldn't honestly say to you. I didn't think there's anything. I mean, I do remember a girl coming in and literally splitting them up like what had happened with Erin and Ethan in um, the Aussie one. Right, right. One of the bombshells just come straight in and split them straight up. It didn't last long. It lasted about two days, but that was like a proper, oh my God. But honestly, I, I could be wrong. I didn't mind her, to be honest, but I don't know. Maybe I was just uh, enticed by her eyes, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> it was probably that. So as always, thank you, Dave, again for this week. And thanks, everyone, for listening. We do appreciate it. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast, please go over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. And if you do get a chance, please get over to your podcast catching app and drop us a review on the show. Good, bad, indifferent, it doesn't matter. We actually revel in the bad ones, but just... Send them over, we'll read them out, and it just helps us get up the charts as well. So thank you so much for that. If you do want to support us a bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. So the last roll call of honour for this week is Amanda, Larissa, Helen, Alex, Macy, Nicola, Emma, Fiona, Cassie, Megan, Kate, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Chloe, Noreen, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Susan, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Kent Gustafson. So thank you so much, guys, for all your help, all your support. It's been amazing as always. all right mate well thank you very much sir thanks to everyone out there for listening thanks to all our supporters and we'll speak to you next time bye